When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dibbs, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um you know, their customer service, even before they were sponsors, was unbelievable. It's one of the reasons I, I reached out to them and said, I want you to sponsor, be one of our sponsors on our podcast, because I just believe in their machine so much. And it's just helped our team win so many games. So uh, mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the one-stop shop. It is my baby. Um it's one of the reasons we're able to keep this free. We're not going to be charging for our podcast or our YouTube channel or anything like that. Um, but it's also run by a high school coach for high school coaches or youth coaches or even college coaches. Um, it's not run by a, a, a college. It's not Zoom. It's not all these Zoom calls. It's on court. It's demonstrations. It's videos. It's clinics. It's handouts. It's everything you need to become a better basketball coach in one-stop shop. So if it's not there, I will find it for you. <laughs> All right, let's head off to the podcast. Here's Ben. All right, good morning, everybody, or evening, or whatever it is. Um, we got Coach, uh, help me off, tan off, right? Yes, sir. I right. Yeah, I did that right. All right. So you, you, people don't know that are listening more than maybe even watching. It's crazy. Um, so I have people send, like, um, resumes. I say resume. No one ever sends me a resume. This <laughs> Oh God, this thing is one, two, three page. It's awesome. Um, most people send like two lines and it's great. Cause I don't like, so there's, yeah, no yeah. Way. it would literally take the hour if we went through your whole resume, but this yeah. is awesome. Um, <laughs> I can tell you're, you're not like me, like an old man. I'm, you know, so far out of having to write resumes. Um, so you graduated from Kenyon college. I want to say Mana Watson graduated from there. Does that name sound familiar? Oh, Mono Watson. He uh, he runs PGC. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Does that name sound familiar? Yeah, that, that's no, the once you put it in PGC context, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mono is like, I think Mono's a, I think he graduated from there. If not that, somebody I know, somebody yeah. I know graduated from the, there. The, the, big, the big name in basketball would be uh, Coach Smart down at Texas. Ooh, maybe it's Coach Smart because um, he's from around this area in Wisconsin. Yeah, so maybe, yeah. maybe it's Coach Smart. It might not be Mono. It might be Coach Smart. You're right. Yeah. It was somebody I knew. It's like, yeah, no, I mean, Shaka still holds I, – I believe he holds the single game, single season, and career mark for assists at Kenyon still. Oh, I believe that. I believe yeah. that. Um, all right, so what we're going to do is um, the way I usually start these out is I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave – I'm going to throw it into – I'm going to hit the ball over the net. I'm going to throw it into your court. Yeah. Give us a little background. So, for the people that are listening, give us a little background of your basketball kind of journey is the way I describe it. You know, we all have – we all start here and end up here, and it's kind of how, how did it happen. Yeah, yeah. You want to I, do that? Yeah, so, so I, I, I guess I, basketball was the, the first sport I, uh, I was drawn to and played growing up. And uh, being an only child, my dad was my coach, you know, through rec league, Y-ball, city league, all that stuff. Yep. And after I was in sixth grade, they didn't – so I'm, I, I'm from Kalamazoo, Michigan, and my parents still live there. Are you really? Oh my God, this is a small world. My uh, my wife's aunt lives in Kalamazoo, so I spent a lot of Cal oh, okay. Cal the Kalamazoo promise, you know. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, okay. No, all right. I, I didn't take advantage of that. Um, right. But yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Great uh, city, great city. But but yeah, no. So so after I was in sixth grade, the 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 YMCA league didn't have the funding or interest for a middle school league, a genuine middle school league of just seventh and eighth graders. But I had been playing in the league for, for so long and going into my seventh grade year, I kind of looked at my dad and said, Hey, this has been a really big part of me. I'd like to, to stay involved and be part of the community. And so I was fortunate enough that my dad was actually very good friends with the, the guy, the head of the YMCA who, who was running the basketball program. And so they talked a little bit. And, and so when I was in seventh grade, I coached a, a team of second and third graders with my dad through the YMCA. And that was sort of the first start to coaching that I had. That's pretty um, young. <laughs> That's really yeah, no, young. I can still remember going to like the, the coaches meetings before the year with the program director. And, you know, all these dads are sort of their heads just are on a swivel when they see me walk into the room. Right. I mean, I had to call these parents, the kids on my team, and I can still remember. I mean, I'm stunned that some of them brought their kids to practice that first night when they found out, you know, a 13-year-old was going to be coaching their son. Right. Oh, I thought I was young. My, I, I did it. I played college basketball, but then I also was student teaching, and, yeah. and I also helped out with an eighth-grade team. And I thought, oh, my God, I'm only 21. <laughs> what am I doing? And you were third. That's crazy. I don't know if I've ever heard – well, you should have gotten your um, – you should have got I, – I see on your resume that you, you became a member of the uh, National Association of Basketball Coaches. Yeah. I, I signed up my son when he was seven. Nice. Because I want to get him good seats. Yeah, there you go. See, I'm thinking. <laughs> see, so by the time he's 30, he's going to get good NCAA Final oh, Four tickets. Yeah, absolutely. I know. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, no, no. That's, 
that's how it started. And it went, it went well that seventh grade year. And after that, my dad sort of sat me down and said, all right, it's time for you to take the reins. And I coached then another second and third grade team when I was in eighth grade. And then throughout high school, I coached in the YMCA's middle school league. So seventh and eighth graders. Okay. Um, and that's sort of when I started to think like, okay, this is, this is really something that's, that's important to me. You know, I grew up doing this with my dad. I can still remember seeing him put lineups and game notes together and thinking, you know, that's, that's really what I want to do. And so going into, it was either going into my freshman year at Kenyon or going into my sophomore year at Kenyon was the year after uh, Shaka made the run into the final four with VCU and everyone at Kenyon sort of had this light, like, Oh my God, he's, he's in the final four. Right. And so my, you know, I was talking to my parents and, and expressed that this is something that I wanted to pursue. And, and so, like I said, it was either freshman or sophomore year. It must've been, must've been going into Kenyon. I wrote, I just, I just wrote letters to probably ha a dozen of, of your biggest name coaches, you know, it's your Shevskis, your Izzo's, you know, even on the women's side, you know, your Muffet McGraw's, Gina Oriemas. And I said, hey, listen, this is something I want to pursue. I, this is my story. What's some advice you can give me? You know what? I'm going to pause you for a second because yeah, yeah. I did this. I did this pre-internet. Oh That's how old God. I am. So I did the same thing. And if, you, if you've ever read anything about Buzz Williams, he used to write like 40 oh, or 50 absolutely. of them a day. I love Buzz. So, so I love Buzz too. So um, is it Snarm in there? It looks like it's Storming. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's raining <laughs> here in Wisconsin too. But anyway, so I wrote, I wrote a bunch too. And I got mm -hmm. a bunch of responses. The best response I got back was from Bobby Knight. It was classic. Mm -hmm. and I oh, great. It was. I still got the letter, actually. And, um, and you know, I've won. We've, we've been very successful. I've done a lot of things. But that letter still means a lot because he basically said, here's what you want to do. You know, he basically said, I don't hire people that, aren't, that I don't know and I exactly. don't trust, <laughs> which is what I tell, you know, I tell, uh, I tell all the young coaches that, that, you know, if you want to coach for Coach K, you, he, gotta, he better know your family. You better work really. He's yeah. got to know you really well or you played for him. Because mm -hmm. he's got to trust you. Um, but what Bobby said, and I bet you heard, and I'll let you talk in a second, but I bet what he said was, he said, go work camps. Get your name out there. Work everything you can. And I'm looking at your resume. I see all these camps. That's how it is. It's, it, it's no different than the business world. It's like who you know and who you connect with. Um, that's how Buzz got the Marquette job. He was mm -hmm. sitting next to Crean. Crean got to know him. They were recruiting the same guys. There was yeah. an opening. He got hired. Crean left. He walked in. I mean, all that stuff is part of its timing. Yeah. Part of it's getting, you know, going out and having a, a beer or soda with a guy, and then they knows, ooh, I can trust this guy. You know, oh, he's not the shady type. And but go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 not at all. It's, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I got two responses when I first sent out my first set of letters. One very brief response from, from coaches at Michigan State. And I'm thinking I got that just because I was from Michigan. And, you know, it was just very short. But the other one I got, and I still have the letter. It's funny you mentioned Coach Knight because the only other response I got was from Coach K. Yeah, that's crazy. And he wrote me this, this really long letter that basically said, it's great to see someone as young as you with this passion and, and it's good to know that you, you understand how hard this is. And then it was go work camps. And so that first summer, 
it was at, like I said, after Shaka made the final four at VCU and I went and I just did camps at VCU. I sent Shaka a letter said, Hey, listen, I'm a Kenyan guy. I just want to come in. I just want to work camps. And, and, and that was the start. And I've been throughout college and even into now with, with the high school job I have, I still, still go work camps every summer. And, you know, Man, it's tiring. Wait till you get to be my age. Like, you know, I just turned 50. You get, it gets like, I run our camp for a couple of weeks, man. I, I, and I, and, and I'm not, I, I don't get any affiliation. Mono doesn't pay me anything. The only camp, the only camp I send my kid to is PGC yeah. other than my own at this point. Um, and those are tiring. Oh my God. The oh, PGC yeah, ones no, are I, crazy. Yeah sort of you know so vcu was it was you know younger kids it was a day camp right new people and so i ended up working it at like georgetown which was you know still a day camp but a step up intensity right and i think i went to do like overnight camps at rutgers and that was even a step farther up right and then after a few years i got in with the hoop group and that was like hoop that group's good work. yep that's the yep yep very it's very good and the thing is it's um you, you want to get past the babysitting. Yeah, yeah. Because the lower level ones are babysitting. The ones you yeah. first described are babysitting. Yeah, you want to get up to the points like PGC or hoop group or something. that it's boy, The kids are there. The, the girls and the guys are there to learn. Oh, and it's absolutely. intense and it's like a college atmosphere. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so tiring. It's like you sleep, eat, and play basketball. It's exactly. like heaven on earth. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. No, I so, mean, and that's, and that's sort of – how I got here, you know, I've, I've known that I've always wanted to coach, coach in college. And when I graduated from Kenyon, you know, still, still worked camps all that summer. Um, but nothing was really coming up with, with guys I knew. And, and this job opened up down here to be the high school math teacher and, and do basketball. And I'm finishing up my third year. So tell me a little bit about your school. So I'm going to, before I forget, we're, we, my program is, we've gone a lot. We've gone to the beach ball. We went to beach ball maybe three years ago. And, okay, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and we're coming down to the Farm Bureau, which is in uh, Spartansburg. Is that right? Going around with my guys during the, during the winter break to get out of the cold winters in Wisconsin. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, I'd like to give a big shout out to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. They, they allow us to keep these podcasts moving and chugging and uh, allow us to pay the bills. Um, so it's one way that you can give back. If you love these podcasts, come over and join for a couple of months. The 14 day free trial, kick the tires around. And we've got lots of great new things going up on a daily basis. We would love if you subscribe and like um, wherever you, you do that, Apple, Spotify, um, and then go over and check out our other two podcasts, uh, High School Hoops and Teacher Sidegate. I think you'll love them. All right, let's head back to the podcast. Oh, and absolutely. also to bring them together. Um, yeah. no, that's there's great basketball in South Carolina. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, it was what, a month, month and a half ago, I was up with uh, the guy I coach with, our AD. Um, we were up watching Zion at, uh, in, the, in the state finals. So, I mean, there's definitely some good, some good. We guys. don't want to play him, but we'll play <laughs> He's unbelievable. I mean, and I tell the boys, like, I mean, we were, we lost in the state semifinals. We've got a kid going to Dartmouth. We've, yeah. We had a really good team. I said, those highlight tapes are great. And he's going to be a great college player. Those are highlight tapes, you know, yeah. give me some game film. You know, he's a really good player. There's a reason all the college scouts, scouts yeah. are after him, but he doesn't look like he's 16. I'll tell you that. No, not at no. all. <laughs> no. Not at all. No. It was crazy. Cause the team they were playing, 
the the strategy they had was to just foul him. And I mean, I'm, I think I'm telling you, the team that they were playing must have had they must they must have been in the double bonus, you know, by the end of the first quarter. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, he, he certainly is 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 quite an athlete. Do you uh, do you play quarters? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we play halves. We just oh, went wow. to halves. Yeah, we just went to halves. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I feel about it. It's different. It's definitely a different flow. Yeah, I can imagine. And you got to wow. play a lot more kids. You have to play more kids. Um, so basically, I treat it like a college game in the sense that my some of my better players, I know I'm pulling them out at some point to just give them. You know, if you watch a college game, exactly. yeah, those guys don't play 40 minutes. Nobody plays 40 minutes in a college exactly. game. So exactly. it's, and it's like if you, it's like an NBA game. You, you watch it, they're always coming out because they have to rest. 48 minutes is too long. Yeah. So I kind of treat it like that. Like, all right, I got to give these guys their reps and mm-hmm. their rest at some point. Um, yeah. So how did you fall into this one in South Carolina? Well, so one of, <coughs> one of my professors at Kenyon, I was, I was a math econ double major, and uh, one of my professors knew that I was sort of having some difficult times sort of getting that first job out of college. And she said, you know, she brought my attention to an organization it's called Southern Teachers Agency. And they, they specialized in finding teachers in, in schools in the South, but specifically uh, private and independent schools where you might be able to go right out of an undergrad and not having to need that, that graduate degree. Right. And it's, I'm telling you, it's hard to get your first job. Your oh first- yeah. I mean, I think <laughs> I took the, the people at the school still make fun of me. I took this job and I showed up the morning and parent welcome night was that night. You know, everyone else at the school had been there for like a week doing right. presentation. And I mean, so I got this real late in the summer after graduation. And then you, oh my God, that's good. I got my first coaching job, my first head job, three weeks before the season started. I'm actually glad it happened that way because I didn't know any better. I yeah. mean, if I'd have had nine months to worry about it, oh, I would have had 83 different know offenses. I made it through those first two months. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It's a blur. When you start teaching, it's a blur. When you're teaching and coaching, it's just a blur. Oh, I mean, I've gotten I've gotten better at it. Um, I've talked to other people about this. It's like yeah. you probably don't have a staff either, do you? You have one one assistant. No, it's it's just so we when when I got to the school, they had a, a varsity head coach, but myself and our current AD, both real young guys. He's he's a couple of years older than me. We sort of ran the JV team. You know, we'd never met each other before. And, uh, and after our first year, the, the, they, they decided to part ways with the, with the varsity coach and sort of gave the two of us free reign. So the two of us do JV boys, we do varsity boys, he's the AD, I'm the assistant AD. So, I mean, we just sort of everything. do everything. everything, everything. And it's great that way. It, it is. It's a blur, but it, it is great that way. It's a, and you know what? It's, again, old guy. It's different. Like – and I've told people this, I, I was speaking at a, a hall of fame club a couple of weeks ago or four or five days ago. And I was talking about this and it's like, I've gotten to the point in my staff that I have, I have a, an, I have an assistant coach is unbelievable. His name's Nate Olson. He takes care of all the stuff outside of my realm of caring. Yeah. You know, it's unbelievable. And, but all the stuff you need to get done that I need to get done. He does it. He does yeah. it better than, you know, 
I've had two of them in my entire career. They've both been awesome. You know, then I have another guy that's really good at X's and O's. He's probably drawing up our new offense as we speak right now. Yeah. And then him and I will bounce it back. So it's like I, I'm so blessed that I got all these guys that it kind of lets me do fun stuff like this and other stuff. Yeah, um, no, I mean, it, it really worked out well. The two of us, like I said, we didn't, know any, we, we, we didn't know each other. I didn't know anyone coming down here. This was sort of the first time I'd been south of, like, Charlotte. <laughs> and, you know, it was – we just walked into the gym one day, and I think he was wearing a VCU shirt, and I was wearing a VCU shirt. And that's when we knew that this was going to work. Because we're two very, very different coaches, which is good. But we were able to come together sort of on one common ground where, where we, we start everything from. Right. So, so just jumping. So the people that are listening, so, okay. So, you know, we go through your whole history, you know, I'm yeah. looking here, I'm, I'm looking at your resume it, again. It's crazy. If anybody wants a copy of a really good resume, just email me. But anyway, so unbelievable, great student, blah, blah, blah. So you graduated, you graduated in, um, 2014, 14. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're a puppy as I referred to him at this point, you're a puppy and you're just starting out in your career. What is, what is your, where do you want to go is what I'm asking basically in a roundabout way. What, what's your, is it, I mean, do you see yourself here in five years? Do you see, where do you see yourself in the spectrum of, yeah, you know, so we can no, talk. So it turns out that uh, this is, uh, I, I informed my, my headmaster actually a couple of weeks ago that this, I was going to sort of step away after this year because the goal has always been to be a college coach. Okay. Um, you know, I've all that, that has always been the end game to, to be a college coach and, and specifically a D1 college coach. Um, and so this, you know, I, I sort of sat down and I was at the final four this weekend at the coaches convention and, and. Which was a wonderful for everybody that's listening is a unbelievable, cause I have an, I have a former assistant coach that was at UIC University yeah. of Illinois, Chicago. He was an, he was an assistant. He's my JV coach or sophomore coach now. Great guy. Drew knows his game. He's eventually going to take over, hopefully, for me at some point. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he left the college game. But I've talked to him so much about the college game, and he says that is the place you got to be. That is the uh, national convention. That is where you can incredible. have a – it's unbelievable. That is where that is where you're going to make the connection that's eventually going to get you a oh, job. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, no, I mean, uh, 110% agree. And, you know, I think – Last summer, so before this year started, I had a couple job interviews with college teams, got some, didn't get some, ended up saying, no, I need to do one more year here to, to, to really sort of fulfill my time and, and do the job that I wanted to from the beginning. But, you know, hindsight being 2020, was it the right decision? You know, it's easy to look back on it. But I, I knew at the end of this year, College coaching is where I want to be, and I need to sort of go at that full steam. So, so you're probably looking Dobo, huh? Even something, you know. Or are you thinking? Are you thinking starter in a D three or D two? Because that's an interesting spectrum of what. Oh, absolutely, you know. absolutely. My, I, I ideally would be a, a D two or D one GA, and that's sort of what I'm looking for right now. Okay. You know, since I know I want to be at the D one level. I've kind of been staying away from D3 a little bit just because of not having the scholarship athletes. Right. And that's a harder because <laughs> I'm going to tell you, 
if if I'm if I'm the head coach at Virginia and I'm coming after you, you have to bring something to the table. And usually, exactly. it's you're going to be able to bring me players. Exactly. <laughs> and so you might be the best X and O guy, but if I don't have players, nothing's going to work. And I remember matter. one of the one of the best things. My first uh, NABC convention. I've been a member for a lot longer, but the first one I actually went to was Indy. Uh, what three years ago now? Two yep. years. Ago. And I got hooked up with the organization Rising Coaches Elite. Great group of guys. And I was at their conference this past summer. And they had – God, I'm not going to be able to remember. One of the assistants from Washington was there speaking, and he said one of the best ways to get in is be a D2 GA. You know, because at the D2 school, as opposed to D1, you coach, you don't – but you can also be on the road recruiting and, and go ahead and get all that experience. So that's sort of why I'm looking at the D1, D2 area. And, and, and how do you go about – so this is, again, for the listeners. How do you go about doing that? How do you get your foot in the door to get a GA job? One, I'm going to hire one of, my former assist, one of my former players to come back and let them be the GA. Absolutely. No, it, 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 is, it certainly is tough. You know, with, with working camps, I have a, a – a solid network of people that I can always bounce ideas off of and they have their eyes open for, uh, you know, jobs and they'll relay it to me. But other than that, back in the fall, I, uh, I wrote a cold call letter to pretty much every D2 school in the country. Um, so, okay. So say that again. So you cold called them or you wrote them? I, I wrote them and the ones I followed up with, I, I called. But I, I, and how many D2 schools are there? Oh, I mean, there's 300 plus. Yeah. But I had to sort of come up with a method to how to do that, right? There's because one in Wisconsin. It's oh, yeah. crazy. Because the so WEAC. I know how many D3 schools are there in Wisconsin. Well, and the D3s have always been good. That's where Bo Ryan started. Exactly. And that's where Dick Bennett started. So the D3s in Wisconsin are as good as a lot of D2s, to oh, be absolutely. honest with you. Absolutely. So, so what's happening right now is the Minnesota D2s are coming in and stealing our kids. Oh, <laughs> so and so the WEAC's gone down a little bit, I think. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting little, it's an interesting perspective if they'll ever go D two. I don't think they will, but um, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, so I, I wrote all these letters in my, you know, the like I said, three hundred plus schools. That's just too much data to comprehend at once, and so oh. I, my method was I started with last year's end of the year top 25 wrote a letter to all those 25 schools then i went to the previous year wrote a letter to every school that i hadn't covered and i just kept moving back and back and back until i'd covered pretty much all the schools and so so that's an interest so the, you're a math teacher i'm a math teacher yeah so this is interesting so when i took eventually got this job i had done the same thing with high schools and things i thought that could win and have good players but anyway um i would have started at the bottom and worked my way up yeah, yeah. Thinking uh, that the bad programs, I might have had a better chance than the good oh, programs. Absolutely. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like. Um, we love those. Um, and send me an email, steve at teachhoops.com. Tell me what you want to hear in the future. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.